0: In the recently concluded G7 summit, the leaders talked about several issues, but there were two main focal points. One is the Russian war in Ukraine, and the second is countering China. What did they talk about? Hi, welcome to the BL Podcast. I am Naboyita Ganguly. In this podcast, we take a look at how Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, USA and the European Union, referred also as the G7, are taking on China and Russia. The plan to counter Russia comes in several ways. One is the ban on Russian gold. G7 nations will be banning Russian gold. Russia produces 314 tons of gold, according to the Russian finance ministry that accounts for nearly 10% of the metal dug up globally. After Russia invaded Ukraine, the London Bullion Market Association suspended its accreditation of Russian firms. Britain's import decreased from 29 tons of gold worth $1.7 billion from Russia in February to just 26 kilograms in March this year. Secondly, they are planning to provide additional military support to Ukraine. The G7 will be providing financial, military and humanitarian support for as long as Ukraine needs it. As per a statement by G7, and I quote, we will also continue to coordinate to provide Ukraine with the material, training, logistic, intelligence and economic support to build up its armed forces, unquote. This comes even as Russia launched a strike targeting places in Kyiv and in other places over the week. As the Russia-Ukraine conflict elongates, developed countries are taking more stringent actions against Russia, such as plans to lower the price of Russian oil. Russia is one of the top three oil producers in the world and produces nearly 11 million barrels of crude oil. A price cap by G7 would impact the country severely as more than 40% of its revenue is derived from oil exports. Since Russia is a major producer of crude oil, any move to put pressure on its production will impact crude oil supplies in the global market which is already facing a tight supply situation. Meanwhile, Russia is already feeling the pressure. For the first time since 1918, Russia has defaulted against foreign debts. Russia has pushed back against the default designation saying it has the funds to cover any bills and has been forced into non-payment. In a bid to address the food crisis as a result of this conflict, G7 leaders have decided to address the issue by helping Ukraine farmers restore production and come up with coordinative initiatives to look after global food security G7 will be contributing over 4.5 billion dollars to address global food security over half of which will come from the United States The second thing that the G7 focused on is China's growing influence in the world In a bid to counter China's well-established Belt and Road Initiative, the G7 leaders plan to launch a $600 billion infrastructure plan. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said the G7 is offering sustainable, quality infrastructure and will be listening closely to the recipient countries. The United States is planning to provide $200 billion for the program with the help of federal financing and private sector investments. Meanwhile, G7 also stressed on China's non-market practices and debt approach by the country. China's Belt and Road Initiative has been criticized for environmental degradation, debt trap, and wasteful expenditure. G7 also stressed on China's non-market practices and depth approach by the country and affirmed the importance of strengthening resilience to authoritarian threats within their own democracies and around the world. Hitting back at the G7 leaders, China said, and I quote, The days when global decisions were dictated by a small group of countries are long gone, unquote. The G7 have made big promises, but it remains to be seen as to how the execution of decisions would take place. This is Naboeta Ganguli. Thank you for listening to BL Podcast.